0: This is episode 27 of the Church Collective Podcast. In this episode, Miles interviews Cam Huxford of Mars Hill Music's Ghost Ship. It was a really, really cool interview, and I had to actually break it up so you will hear multiple parts in the coming weeks. But for now, here we go with the first part of Miles' interview with Cam Huxford on the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 27. from Georgia. I grew up there and uh, grew up in a Christian family. My dad's a pastor of a church in Georgia, so I was kind of a preacher's kid growing up. Uh, But at a young age, I really wanted to, I really felt called to do worship ministry at a young age. I think I was like 14. And so I led worship and led bands throughout high school and uh, studied music and theology in college, and then uh actually went to work at my dad's church in Georgia for a year, kind of helping them launch a new location in a, in the downtown area of Savannah, Georgia. And then I went from there to work at a church uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, Southeast Christian Church. It's a church of about 20,000 people. It was a really great church. We, uh, My wife and I loved it there. Great people. Uh, their pastor, Dave Stone, is a great guy. Uh, but at some point while we were living in Louisville, God just really called us to urban ministry. Like we really felt called to go to an urban area and try to proclaim the gospel through music. And so at the time it was kind of a, I don't know, it almost sounded like felt like a random calling at the time. Cause at the time we were living in the suburbs of Louisville and, uh, God just laid that on our hearts, and so we're like, okay, how do we do that? Um, I'm a musician. What do we do? So we actually ended up going to Seattle because at the time, Seattle was one of the least churched cities. I think it was like number three in terms of like least church city in America. And so we were like, okay, well, if we're going to do urban ministry, let's go to a city that needs More pastors, you know, that doesn't have a lot of churches. So for that reason and because I really liked the music scene that was going on in Seattle, I kind of felt like uh, it'd be a place where I could thrive musically. Uh, For those two reasons, we just kind of up and left. We both quit our jobs. We didn't have jobs lined up here. And we just were like, all right, God's calling us to Seattle to do urban (laughs) ministry. So we just moved. Right on Our parents thought we were kind of crazy. People thought I was a little bit crazy to leave Southeast because it's, you know, great church. But, uh, yeah, we just kind of followed God's call and moved. How did the whole you getting connected to Mars Hill, starting GoShip, how did that process all work itself out? Yeah, it was really cool. So we showed up to Seattle and we were like, okay, well, what do we do now, you know? So... My wife started looking for a job, I started looking for a job. I actually started doing kind of odd jobs, like I was doing construction, working at Guitar Center, you know, uh, delivering pizza at night, like all these random jobs and uh, just trying to kind of make money in the meantime while I was trying to figure out what to do. And we started looking at churches and we kind of went to Mars Hill right away because I heard one of Pastor Mark's sermons and he was just totally preaching the gospel straight up, you know, going through books of the Bible, going through the text, not pulling any punches, not trying to, you know, skip over the hard sections of scripture. And that just, I was like, wow, okay, if we felt called to Seattle to, try to proclaim the gospel clearly through music, I was like, well, this guy's doing it through preaching, you know, he's about as clear as it gets. So we, uh, I went to Mars, I went to Mars Hill, just kind of went to a, I'd heard one of his sermons. So we visited the church, uh, red letter led worship the first time we visited. And I don't know if you've heard that band, but I was like, I can't believe they let them play this music at church. You know, <laughs> because I was like, this is awesome. You can who, do who, was, you who was leading? Who was leading the first week? Uh, Joel Brown has a band called Red Letter. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. They, I've heard Red Letter. They, they kind of usually do the Good Friday recordings and stuff like that. But yeah. anytime they need a really dark band, they call, <laughs> yeah. call Red Letter in. Uh, I was uh, like, man, these guys are playing crazy music at church. So it was really cool because I was like, Wow, there's not this kind of like preconceived here's what here's what the music needs to sound like because this is church. It was kind of the mentality of let's proclaim the gospel as clearly as we can and like what that looks like musically can vary. So honestly, the first time I visited I was like, This is sweet. This is something I could uh get on board with. So I actually just had lunch with Pastor Joel, he was the worship kind of the main worship pastor at the time. And I I met up with him and I was like, hey man, I've been a worship pastor for a few years. I kind of know the crappy parts of the job, you know, all the admin, all the you know, behind the scenes stuff. So, if you, want, if you need me to help with that, I'll just help however, you know. And he was like, well, what we really need are band leaders. Like, we need some new bands, like, right away, because we're launching a bunch of churches. And so, I was like, okay. So I, I started trying to put together a band. And, and actually, that's how Ghost Ship started, was just as a volunteer band leader, putting together a band at Mars Hill Church uh, to lead worship at a bunch of these new locations they were launching. So Ghost Ship really started um, in a... One thing I really have appreciated about it is it started as just volunteers at a church. So I was a volunteer... All the other guys were volunteers, and we just wanted to lead worship wherever they had a need. So they just started sending us all over the city to the different locations to lead. And we eventually settled um, downtown. Uh, around the time that the band was getting going, Mars Hill launched their downtown location. And like I said before, I was just really called to urban ministry. God just like put that on my heart because my thought was— you know, go to an urban area where you'll be culturally upstream. And then if you reach people with the gospel there, that cultural influence will kind of spread out from there. So when they were starting a downtown location, I was really excited about that. And so Ghost Ship kind of became the, the band that led worship every week at that location. So that was like five years ago. So yeah, we've been a band for about five years. We've had different members come in and out, but Um, the thing that stayed the same is it's always been faithful volunteers serving their church week in and week out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so as far as who, uh, who you, who you have in the band now, um, can you give us like a breakdown of who's in the band, names, and instruments? Yeah, totally. Um, it's kind of interesting. There's seven of us now, <coughs> and so people came in groups of twos. So, <laughs> um, so the first two guys to come were Shay and Jamison, and uh, Shay is the keyboard player, dude with okay. the big red beard, and <laughs> Jamison plays every instrument: dobro, banjo, guitars pedal steel it's been funny playing with Jamison over the years because his dad uh was a country guitar player who toured with a lot of like huge country bands and so but his dad doesn't play music anymore but he has all these instruments and so he'll just randomly send jameson an instrument in the mail and then Jamison will learn how to play it so he'd <laughs> show up to practice and be like hey my dad sent me a mandolin so i'm gonna I'm going to play mandolin on some songs. And then it was like, my dad sent me a pedal steel or a banjo. But <laughs> awesome! the most recent thing we've been getting really into is pedal steel. That's been pretty much since we tracked the last record. We've just been on a huge pedal steel kick. So anyway, Jameson and Shay joined first. Um, the first thing we did in the studio together was uh, a single uh, of Poison Tree. It was an original song we wrote. And we just kind of went in the studio on a Saturday, recorded the song, videoed that recording session, and uh, that was kind of the first thing the three of us did together. And that really helped to solidify. Before that, the sound of the band was kind of going a bunch of different directions. It was kind of like, it uh, it was all over the place. We were kind of trying to find our voice, but when we... When we recorded Poison Tree together, we kind of like started to hone in on what Ghost Ship would continue to sound like. So Shane and Jameson and I played together for a while. And then um, a few years later, we picked up Che, the lead guitar player, and Fancy, who sings and she plays percussion as well. And they were actually playing in a band together. They had this kind of surf rock uh how did they describe it i don't know it was a pretty like aggressive kind of punk rock sort of band and che was just playing like crazy gnarly guitar stuff that i thought sounded really cool and fancy was singing and so i was like man we need to join forces so we they just came in together and they really they really added a new flavor to the sound you know they kind of added a little bit of the bite to go ship i guess (laughs) you know there's a lot of alt country bands in seattle that uh if i don't want to be offensive but it's like in seattle folk or alt country can actually be kind of a wimpy thing you know what i mean it's like 90 pound hipster kind of whispering with acoustic guitars we were like man we want to be like alt country with a bite you know like alt country that will punch you in the face and so When Che joined, he kind of helped us to do that. So I was pretty stoked about that. And then a few years later, Doug, the bass player, and Keegan. Oh, man, I just totally got it backwards. Keegan, the bass player, and Doug, the drummer, (laughs) they came in together from another band. They were in a total like Motown soul gospel band. And, uh, man, I was like, dude, the rhythm section of soul bands is just like, Amazing. So I asked both of them to join together. And so they've given us a little more groove since they joined. And so, yeah, I'm stoked about how God has just providentially brought together seven people from different backgrounds, different bands, but all on a common mission. You know, we've always been super clear on what our mission is to like proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ as clearly as we can through music. So we're, um, I'm forgetting now the last two people that you mentioned, were they, uh, were they already doing stuff at Mars Hill when you grabbed them? Like were they, were they part of um, Sing Team, is that where they came from or? Uh, They're actually a part of this, (coughs) sorry if my cough is messing up. Actually, all of these people weren't existing Mars Hill bands. So Keegan and Doug were the rhythm section of a band called the Brothers of the Empty Tomb. And it was a worship band that was just a straight up soul band. Yeah, it was an awesome band. They actually still do stuff. They, they're they making the record and they're still leading worship from time to time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to uh, leave us a comment, a rating, and a review. Subscribe to us on iTunes so you can catch the next portion of the podcast. There's some really great stuff going on with The Church Collective, so be sure to head over to thechurchcollective.com. Contact us. We want to connect with you, and we want to connect you with others.